What's going on guys? Gabe here from the GCAL Fitness 5 Minutes to Fit Podcast. This is episode 51. Stay tuned. What's going on everybody? Gabe here from the GCAL Fitness 5 Minutes to Fit Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. This is episode 51 and today we are going to be talking about the different benefits to single limb or single side exercises. Now let me just be perfectly clear with what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about working one side at a time when you are doing an exercise. So for the sake of example, like if you think of a chest press, right? Or uh, think of like a machine press or a barbell press, a bench press, whatever it is, think about how you hold the handles, you bring it down to your chest, you press it straight back up, and there you are using your chest, your shoulders, and your triceps, okay? Pretty basic, talking about a machine or a cable, whatever it is, chest press, right? Now, if you only work with a barbell, so like a bench press or cables or machines or whatever it is, and it's a single handle that you're pressing or a machine or whatever, then you never really are sure how much of your right side of the body got that bar off your chest versus your left side of your body. So you never really know, did I work my left side equal to my right side? Did I work my right side equal to my left? You don't really know there. And that can be something that holds you back later on in your fitness journey. Because as you get stronger and you start working with heavier weights, you're gonna wanna you're gonna start to plateau and you won't be able to lift something. Then you'll start thinking, how can I break through this plateau? Which is the right thing to think. It's not just adding more weight or doing more reps. If you can't do it, you can't do it. But what you can do is you can, if you train properly, do single limb exercise, you can see, okay, my left side, I am not pushing as easily as I am my right side. You know, I haven't stimulated those muscle fibers the same way. I haven't challenged the stabilizer muscles. I haven't made the mind-muscle connection to be able to use the left side of my body, my left pec, my left shoulder, my left tricep as well as I have my right side, which is, again, very common. But when you start to train single limb training, you can really make sure you nip that in the butt and never overdevelop one side over the other. So, again, when you do single limb exercises, what you're doing is you're working one side at a time of your body, no matter what the muscle group is, you're working one side at a time and that'll give you a chance to really see if you're as strong on that side, if you have as much endurance, if you need a little bit better coordination. And then from there, assuming you know about program design, which hopefully you guys listening have been learning, then you can kind of tweak the program a little bit. You can add more you know, single limb exercises because the imbalance is pretty heavy. You could do whatever it is you need to do in order to get better. So here's a couple of my favorite single limb exercises and I'll explain how they relate to an overall program. So if somebody is an advanced lifter, 
Okay, let's say that they have been going to the gym on the regular and they are they, and they've been back squatting, right? Which is pretty common exercise for people and they've been back squatting for a long time and they've been building up muscle and they realize they can't really squat too much heavier than where they're at. Every time they go, you know, they they have a number and that's the weight they get stuck at and they they hit their reps for that number and that that's what they've been at for a little while now. Now, if you stay at that plateau, you know that that's no good. That's not challenging your body anymore. So you need to find some way to challenge yourself. You're again in this scenario, you're an advanced lifter and you've been back squatting and you know you're squatting some impressive number and that is all you can get. A way to challenge yourself would be to try single limb exercises. Have you ever done a pistol squat or a single leg squat? You know, have you ever done a single leg box jump? Have you ever done lunges working one side at a time? Have you ever done a single leg glute bridge, single leg leg press? See, there's a lot of things that you could do single leg, single leg Romanian deadlift, single leg anything to challenge yourself or similar muscle groups to that back squat. So if I had a client that was back squatting at a high level and they eventually plateaued and they were like, yeah, I need a little bit of change in the program because I just keep hitting the same number, then I would include a bunch of single leg exercises. Maybe still back squat one or two sets instead of several and then move on to a bunch of single leg work, dedicated single leg work, and then come back and test again the back squat in a few weeks. Whenever I've done this with people, I've noticed usually they're much, much stronger for working on that single leg stuff and not ignoring training single side at a time. So that is the way I would have somebody do it for lower body. But let's, again, give another example, a little, little bit more context. Let's say that you are trying to work your back muscles. You're doing rows. You're doing uh, machine rows or cable rows or barbell rows or whatever it is. And you've been getting stronger. You've been noticing your back is stronger, whatever. Now, if you want to start seeing, okay, can I, or you look in the mirror and you see that your left side, your left lat does not have nearly as much muscle definition as your right side, you know, something as basic as that as an indicator could be, okay, maybe I'm not engaging that side as well. Maybe my mind-muscle connection to my left side is not that strong. So I would have challenge you to do a single-arm dumbbell row on a bench. You know, set yourself up, flat back, all that good stuff. Pull your shoulder blade back on that left side and squeeze nice and slow. Spend a lot of time, time under tension principles, something else I'm going to talk about soon on the podcast. Spend time in the exercise working that single side, and you'll see, you know, how much more focus and muscle recruitment that you can do on one side at a time. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious I'm a huge fan of single limb or single side training. I think not nearly enough people do it. And when they do do that kind of training, they're they're kind of, it's kind of half-hearted. It's one or two sets at the end or whatever it is. I challenge you to break down some of your main lifts in the gym and try it single side. You know, I've talked to a lot of people about this topic and a lot of people don't like doing the single side training because plain flat out, you won't be able to go as heavy. You won't be able to dumbbell bench press as much as you can normally barbell bench press, obviously, because it requires much more stabilization. It requires much more focus, mind muscle connection and things like that, as opposed to working with a strict, just one barbell or one machine or whatever. So I highly recommend you try out this style of training. 
I am sorry, guys, if this episode at all sounded a little funky with my voice. If you guys can't completely tell, uh, I have a little bit of a cold, runny nose, all that terrible stuff. So I wanted to try to at least get some work done today and record some podcasts for you guys. And that is this episode. So if you have any fitness or health questions that you want me to answer, please hit me up at GCAL Fitness. You can find me anywhere, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, and I will answer your questions. So again, that's it for today's episode. I appreciate you all so much, and I hope to talk to all you guys soon. Peace.